stimulus package having seemingly stalled, the outlook of the economy is pointed in the right direction, according to White House economic advisor Larry Kudlow. He tells CNBC that while not every data point looks positive, the economy is progressing in the right direction. You know, five months, give us time. This thing, you can't rebuild it uh, overnight. And I think some people are way too pessimistic about the economy. They may be in denial about the economy. But I think the overall outlook has improved immeasurably right now. Illinois' governor is enacting tighter restrictions amid a spike in COVID-19 cases. Bars and restaurants in four counties will be prohibited from serving customers indoors beginning on Friday. The limit on public gatherings is also being lowered to 25. The four counties surrounding Chicago are seeing positive test rates near 10%. This is USA Radio News. This is sponsored by Amazon. Shoppers, no need to wait until Black Friday or Cyber Monday this year to score incredible holiday savings. Head to Amazon to find all of this year's hottest gifts and holiday needs and save big with new deals dropping daily. Starting right now with Amazon's Holiday Dash Deals event. You'll find great deals on must-have holiday gifts, including toys, electronics, fashion, home, and kitchen items and more. Plus, with Amazon's biggest ever selection of gift guides available earlier than ever before, you'll find even more gift ideas for everyone in your life at any budget. Elizabeth Gordon, Amazon, says... We're making it easy for all Amazon customers to get their holiday shopping done early this year and still save big. Don't risk the rush. Shop epic deals now and beat the holiday bustle. Need some more inspiration? You can easily ask Alexa. Just say, Alexa, give me gift ideas under $50 or Alexa, give me holiday gift ideas. Now get your gift lists ready and visit Amazon.com slash holiday dash for more information. The makers of OxyContin will plead guilty to federal charges related to the opioid crisis. Drug maker Purdue Pharma is expected to plead guilty to charges of conspiracy to defraud the United States and violating anti-kickback laws. The company's plea deal will be part of a more than $8 billion settlement with the Justice Department. The company has long faced accusations that its actions helped start the opioid crisis in the United States. Tropical storm watches are in effect in Bermuda as the latest Atlantic storm strengthens into a hurricane. Epsilon is expected to approach the island on Thursday and could make a direct hit. It's currently around 400 miles to the east of Bermuda. Large swells generated by the storm are already affecting Bermuda, the Bahamas, and the Greater Antilles. While not expected to make landfall in the U.S., the Northeast could see high winds and dangerous surf conditions this weekend as Epsilon moves into the North Atlantic. This is USA Radio News. Hey, Danny, have you heard about Frost and Roll? No, is it a new rolled ice cream parlor? You are correct, Danny. And best yet, it's right down the street from the KSHP office on the corner of Sahara and Decatur. Wow, I just looked at their menu at frostandroll.com. The pink lemonade sounds fantastic, and it uses their lemon sorbet or the chunky monkey, which has fresh bananas. Frost and Roll sounds delicious, Danny. Let's go. Let's check out Frost and Roll, located at 2605 South Decatur. Or give them a call at 902-1825. Frost and Roll. There's a new kind of therapy in town and it's called Soda Therapy. Soda Therapy is all about gourmet drinks and delicious treats like movie theater popcorn and huge locally baked cookies. The options are endless. Soda Therapy is located on the corner of Cimarron and Warm Springs. Oh, and I almost forgot to tell you, you don't even have to get out of your car with their VIP curbside service. Follow them on social media for all the best deals and visit them Monday through Saturday in person or online at sodatherapy.com. 
KSHP listeners. Never miss a moment of your favorite shows when you're on the go. Download the KSHP app on any Android or Apple device. Get the app in the Google Play or App Store on your device by searching for KSHP Las Vegas. Download the app and listen live from anywhere in the world. You can also listen online at KSHP.com. Hear all your favorites like Brian Blessing, Harvey Hyde, and the world-famous radio shopping show. What could be better than that? For more information about the app and how to download it, visit KSHP.com. Green Spring Golf Course, open year-round, is only two hours away and 10 degrees cooler. Just north of St. George, right off of I-15, Green Spring Golf Course is located in beautiful Washington, Utah. This amazing best of southern Utah golf course is well-maintained with awesome mountain and canyon views. You'll enjoy the friendly staff, too. 18 holes start at just $34, plus tournaments and leagues fill the calendar at Green Spring. Call 435-673-PUTT to make your reservations. Check them out online at golfgreenspring.com. The thoughts and opinions expressed in the following program are those of the program's participants and do not necessarily represent those of station staff, management, and advertisers. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1670. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 
right, here we go. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio coming to you from Las Vegas. Brian Blessing and David Miller. Big John, we'll call him today. John's joining us uh, from the East Coast momentarily. How you doing, man? Do you see what's happening uh, Monday, Tuesday? It's going to get down in the 50s here. Can I ask you a question? Why are we... Why are one of our beasts from the East not... Well, I, I, I am not privy to that information. I think... Uh, it's okay. We'll we'll, oh, we'll dog we'll, anyway. Down we'll to find 50. out. He may he may be, you know, he, golf. Maybe <laughs> number, he might hear. be on number fourteen. That's I don't, what I wanted to hear. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about. World Series off and running. Uh, the NFL soldiers on and uh, listen. We're having some fun with all these games. Uh, the season rocking and rolling, and let's hope it keeps going well. Let's uh, let's bring him right in. Where where is your where is your partner, man? He is in the Midwest, t- attendance to some family business. Okay. Last moment, so he flew out there. He told me that uh, he texted me last night. He said, "I'm at the airport. It took me 1.8 seconds to clear clear uh, security. There was nobody there. It was like his own airport." It is funny. I yeah, a buddy of mine just uh, went uh, made an international trip, and he's sending pictures out. I mean, literally, like ghost town, 15 people on an international flight. You know, that kind of stuff. Right. It's nuts. It's, pro- it's probably the safest time to fly right now if you want to if you really get. If you uh, like leg room. Right. If you like. And, you know, I'm five foot six, so I always have leg room. <laughs> so I always laugh at the basketball players sitting next to me. I go, you like being tall now, don't you? And so, you know. <laughs> It it works, but let me. I want to let's let's. I want to. I did something today because I wanted to talk about this because we have an hour. You know, Dave. I went deep. When I say deep data dive, we'll get to it later in the show. I pulled numbers on specifically the NFL back to 31 years since 1989. So literally, I I ran numbers on the NFL from when I was 16 years old to now 1989 and what some of the data that i found you i'm sure i'll be surprised if you're aware of it but it'll blow your mind when you hear it well don't well don't, let's hear this let's is this yeah. a big sample size well, or first of all yeah i mean it, well you, you know for you whatever you're tracking samples i did this for you when you talk about sample size it was a total of 6799 games ran since in the NFL only since 1989. So we're talking about almost 6,800 games. This is right? exciting. Let's hear it. <laughs> so here's an interesting figure. When you're dealing with such a large sample size, the two things that stick out is the number three in the NFL. Oh, yeah. So how many, what percentage of times do you guys think a game since 1989 has fallen on three? I'll guess. Good. I'll guess. Uh, well, I know. I, I know that if the if somebody's favored by three, it it was 11 percent before. So sometimes it's other spreads. I'll guess. Man, 6%. you are so good. Man, you are so good. It's it, like I'm trying to impress you. 10.4 percent. Wait a minute. So, that's, uh, wait. That's no. I knew that, but. But but you're you're saying every game or just somebody favored by three? Only NFL games favored by three. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, no, 11%. I knew that. Okay, so here's the thing. This is the crazy part. If you bought, which is something you don't do, which is why I wanted to bring it to your attention. 
based on a $100 wager, what was critical is the line at post being three and a half and buying it to three. If you bought it to three, based on a 110 to win a hundred dollar wager since 1989 you have made an extra fifty nine hundred and forty dollars i mean buying from three wait let me finish buying from three to three and a half the interesting part is the second most profitable buy obviously is from no Two and a half to three, which lands you you pushed seven percent of the time. So you had basically fifty four. Here's the deal: buying from two and a half to three, or from three and a half to three, you you pushed an extra eighty four games since nineteen eighty nine. Getting that number now that also means there's eighty four middles. That you could have been on two and a half, three and a half. So since 1989, coming off the number of three in either direction, you have added about $9,500 to your overall profits at only betting $100 a game, making sure that you had three, you didn't have two and a half, and you didn't have three and a half. So that, I'll let you, before we talk about seven. Isn't that interesting? Well, yeah, but now with the with all the missed extra points and teams going for two more. So well, you always like big data, so you say it's not enough sample no, size. No, so I it's, it's I go a, back no, to, that's definitely a big sample size, but that's why you can't buy the hook on so, and off at three for ten cents. Most places charge you. Uh, well, the faraway places will give you a break even price. So I even I even went better for you. So, Brian, I got him covered today. If you paid ten cents to go from three and a half to three. You made a profit since 1989 at a $100 wager of $3,885. Nobody will let you do if that, you, though. Wait, wait let, let me finish. If you paid 20 cents from three and a half to three, you made the same profit of $1,830, but you're still in the profit. If you paid 25 cents to get from three and a half to three, You've made an extra eight hundred and two dollars and fifty cents. So you went from thirty eight eighty five in profit at ten cents to eight hundred and two dollars in profit to twenty five cents. But here's the kicker: all profit, no matter what, laying three and a half has been the wrong thing to do. No matter what it cost, you've had less profit, but you've had a profit from ten cents. To twenty-five cents. I don't have the numbers over twenty-five cents. But for in, can example, I see something? Cents. Can I see something? The sports books here, though. That I mean, some of them I've even seen. They'll they'll try to charge you like forty cents. Where for sure you're well, down. Well, I said I don't. I only have the numbers up to twenty. But I am cents. very impressed with those numbers that actually matter. And thank you. That that was interesting to hear all of that. But but very impressive. But if you do find a a sports book that will let you buy on or off a of three for ten cents. You almost have to worry about getting paid because <laughs> nobody. Well, yeah. so here was the thing: without going through every number, the only numbers that are prof- the only number that's profitable to buy, and we're going to get into the um, we're going to get into the seven, seven and a half, six and a half in a second, which is very shocking to me. 
the only number that is profitable to buy, literally of every number starting at one all the way up to the highest spread, they went incrementally. I went and ran it on every number, is three. Like the, the same numbers from three and a half to four, it's ridiculous. You lose like an, you lose 10,000. Five to six, you lose 5,000. Six to seven. Now, here's the wild part. If you want to, since 1989, if you bought from six and a half to seven, which is the question I've always asked you, you have lost $10 at 10 cents if they charge you, which means you're basically about even. You've lost 1600 at 20 cents, and you've lost 2400 at 25 cents. So it's actually not profitable to buy from six and a half to seven. So you actually had like four days to do all this? Yeah, I was wondering how this, I, how I, this I, happened. I, I, how did, I how did you have the time guy. to do this? Listen, I, I paid a guy who runs computer algorithms to crunch all this data for me. And here's the interesting part. If you bought from six and a half to seven, you would have bought 338 games since 1989 off that number from six and a half to seven, right at the close at post. We're not talking about early line moves and beating the number. We're talking about right at post. If you would have walked up and you would have bought six and a half to seven since 19, you would have been involved in 338 matchups. Only 14 games you would have pushed. Wrap your head around that. Yeah, that seems low. That seems like that's not. 4.14%. I got the exact data. Uh, See, I kind of feel that's not a big enough sample size, though. I mean, it's somewhere but in the you're ballpark. Still run, you're, you're, you're running. You're, you're not only running the 7,000 games. You're running the 7,000 games at post that you had an opportunity to buy from 6.5 on to a hard number of 7. And only 4% of the time, 4.14% of the time, you literally buying 338 games, which is why you're a net loser, you, you, you pushed 14 games versus this 2.5 to 3. 395 games at post you could have bought and, and from see, two and a half. And they won't even let you – and what's funny about what you're saying, they won't even let you buy the hook on or off of seven in NFL for 10 cents anywhere here, not even one place. Well, one, again, we're, we're – right. But I'd here's be curious the how college part. did, but college – Yeah, I, give, me, give me in a few weeks for that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, here, here's the interesting <laughs> – here's the interesting part. When you look at the, the amount of games that you had an opportunity, to buy from two and a half to three – you had 395 games at post where you could have bought the half a point. 7% of the time it landed on three, which means you pushed 30 games of the 395 games where you could have bought the close to three. Flip side of that is look at the difference here. Three and a half down to three goes from 7% and there's 519 games instead of 319 games, 519 games, and it goes to that 11% number. So here's the thing. Buying from three and a half to three, you pushed 54 games out of 519 games, which is 11%, 10.5%. Did, did buying from Adderall two and a half to three, listen, buying from two and a half to three, you push 30 games, 24 games less. So if you're out there and you're listening, 
and you could get ten cents to buy from three and a half to three. But no book what in it the really world shows what it really shows is it's better to buy from three and a half to three long term than it is to buy from two and a half to three. Does that make any sense? Right, because the push. Uh, so you'll notice seventy percent of my tickets that I show you in NFL are on or off a of three for this reason. Correct. So the, the, yeah, right. I mean, you you definitely now here was the, here here's the interesting part for both of you. We all think seven is a big deal in, in the NFL. We all think getting seven instead of seven and a half at post is a big deal. Six and well, a half. guess what? It's not a big and really when I, I say it's I, not a big deal, I still think it is a big deal, and I and I think that that's still a small sample size, even though it's a lot of games. I, I think if we had you know, I was a thousand years, years old, David. David. No, I know, but I think if we had a you're thousand, you're telling me it's a small sample size. Right, but it's still long. It's still, it's just not. I get what you're saying, but I, but I think this point moving forward, it still would Brian, be worth the ten cents. What, what is what is that? Am I supposed to do to go to 1960? <laughs> no, but every but everything. It's like saying poker. The last month, I've played uh, 200 or I've played 2,000 hands. It it can still be a lot, but it's still a small sample size to really track it. How you're trying to track it? Games that. How play. many games do you think fell on a on a just lines, right? Since nineteen, since nineteen eighty nine, so almost seven thousand games. How many games do you think closed at seven? Not, 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 not were bought to seven, but but closed at, at, at seven. How many games? Sixty eight hundred, basically. Then let me think about this. Wait, let me think about this. Uh, let, let me think. Five five percent. Six percent. Let me think. Uh, then, uh, no, no, no. I, I got to stop. I mean, you no, got like nine you're, you're, eight or eight percent. I got. I, I Brian just won this round. So it, five percent. Four percent. Four point four. Four point one four percent. Oh, can't even. Three hundred. Three hundred. Let him get the winner. Yeah. Okay. Three hundred thirty-eight <laughs> games since nineteen eighty-nine closed. How many? 338 games closed. We're not talking about the opening number. Closed on seven. It's 338 like, games. It's, it's still that, not a. It's still not a big enough sample size. It seems like it'd be higher, but I mean, I mean the three, I, but the percentage. I because I, because I, even if you bought on or off a three for 25 cents in the next 30 years, you would lo- you would probably lose money. I mean, the, the, it's, the, it's not it's not big enough. But the but the the closing number would seem to me. To be higher if it was seven and a half or six and a half, the way the market would bet it, you know, that at the end of the day they're looking for two A action. You would think more would actually fall on the key number. Well, right, right. So here's the interesting part about that seven. Buying from seven and a half to seven, you got you basically made thirteen hundred dollars at ten cents. You made five hundred dollars at twenty cents. And like you said, if you pay too much, you lost seven hundred dollars at twenty five cents. It's more. So, it's more to know the frequency of three and seven because there is no well, place it, that will let you buy it for ten cents. But hearing the frequency right. of it all is it, three. It sounds like three has ran good the last, I don't know, thirty one years, and sevens ran a little bit bad. But I, I trust basically the places far away who put an exact dollar amount on what everything's worth. I trust their their math, and they have seven, probably like seventeen to eighteen cents. And right. So three twenty when, when did twenty one cents. When did they change the uh, extra point rule? Now was it about four years, uh-huh. five years? 
About five years? And and it's only hurt three a little bit, like well, no, by I, a couple would, cents. Yeah, yeah, you no, thought it was going to crush three. It didn't, really. But no, but I, I, I mean, in, in terms of games that actually fall three. It's still real high, even though you thought that would kill it. People would go for two and miss them. But I'll tell you, this new, this new nonsense with these guys, I, I swear to God, this analytics stuff is insanity to me. I mean, all these coaches going. Like the Houston-Tennessee game. These was, coaches going for two. Oh, in situations that make it, I mean, it's like, what are you doing? I'll say it so, before you say it. You, you, you kick the extra point, and it's a one-possession game. You miss. You need the ball twice with three minutes to go. I, 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 analytics say that. Jeez, for the well, you could debate this stuff for hours, but I don't. I don't know. What do you guys think about the Houston, Tennessee, where they where they just went for the two. Did you see the end of that game? Yeah. Not the end, but Well, ba- basically Houston what Houston was saying is in real time they're, I was... they're saying they were saying we can't stop them. And said, they're going and they're saying well, they're going to get the two point. They're going to get the touch uh you know, they're going to get the uh, touchdown. Uh let's make it so that they need the ball twice. They were they were it it almost it almost goes back. Do you remember the – this is eons ago. Then I uh, probably don't. I barely remember what no, happened No, no, not eons. I mean, but kind of eons ago. But it, it was early on in the in the Brady-Manning rivalry. Do you remember uh, when Belichick, uh, from his own 30, yeah, with yeah, like two that. minutes left, yeah. w- went for it? Yes. And said, well, we ain't getting it back. You know, or, you know, or basically said, we can't stop him. So I mean that's Belichick. You're reading the situation. the The guy who's the new genius is Vrabel. I mean, if you've seen now, he four times. And I know this is an off topic, John. I'll let you catch your breath and maybe be, you know uh, you might want to get the fire extinguisher on the calculator here for a minute. But but Vrabel four times now has taken intentional penalties by putting a twelfth man on the field in a in, to give teams a first down late in the game to save his three timeouts, and every time he's gotten the ball back and gone down and won the game. And the other coaches are still asleep at the switch realizing what he's doing. They have to decline the penalty. And it's it's amazing that – Right, we, that's, we, right, 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 right. It's amazing that, you know, we sit here and watch these teams mess up timeouts. The, the McVay guy with the Rams, I have to tell you, you watch him every week – this guy burns two timeouts in each half for no reason. In the middle of nowhere, he's just burning timeouts. And at the end of the game the other night, he needed the timeout to stop the clock at the end of the game, and he didn't have them. Um, you know, so it's nice to see a guy like Vrabel that's thinking outside the box and and has every little That deep. is outside the box, super outside the box. It's brilliant. And, and the thing is, he's even got the players acting out a scenario. It's like if it's second and one or second and two, right? Yeah, it has to be to the point where he says they got too much on first down. Let's assume they're going to get the first down Uh on the second down, but it's going to cost me a timeout and forty seconds on the clock if they run the next play. Yeah, they should. And he he takes a penalty, and his guys act like they made a big mistake. And what coach is declining a penalty that's going to give you a first down? But if you sit there and say, I've got two downs to get a yard, the game is over, and these guys haven't figured it out yet, you've got to decline it. Right. Yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You bring up a good point. What do you think of that, John? 
Well, what I was going to say is I wanted to. We I, need the numbers was, on second and one when you get a well, first I know, down. I, here, here's there what I want to do. We're going <laughs> to go to short. We're going to go to short data in a minute. But when Brian said it seemed low, I kind of I got a lot of graphs in front of me. So let me reiterate the seven number. 461 games have landed on seven on the close out of the 7,000 games, not, not 319, 461. Five percent of the time, if you had seven, you basically pushed instead of lost off the six and a half or from the seven and a half to the seven. Here's the amazing part in the NFL. What number, obviously the games are less, what number do you think lands 10% of the time on that number if, if this was the point spread in the NFL? I'll save you the grief. 17. 17. 17. 17. Oh. 10% of all games that hit 17 in the NFL, some bad teams. Small sample you know, size, though. Rape. Very small there. Right. Well, we're talking, we're going back to 1989. Hey, you want to give your guy a, ho- a homework assignment? It's the Go same ahead. premise of what you're doing, and you're, but you're doing it wrapped around key numbers, which is great. I but, have every number here. But, I have but, but every what number. I was going to say, if uh, if you could come up Ten. with the number that a game, you know, betting a game uh, early in the week, like uh, on the move, like how many how many times, like if a game was four and a half and it closed six, you know what I'm saying? That if you bet if you bet early. How right. many times by betting early and getting the best of the number, how often does that reap rewards? Like the well, Atlanta, right? So if I mean, because that's I'm John. Look- you've known me on that. We've been right, and you know I. Right. I've said this to you forever. In many instances, it's not only who you bet; it's when you bet them. Right. So what's interesting is that most of these numbers, if you, you're, you're, it's about 5%. So if you, for instance, if you had four instead of four and a half, you beat the book, you know, that five, 5% of the time it's going to land on four in the NFL, which is kind of crazy off, meaning if you don't want to let, meaning I'm looking at this thing, graph here, you don't want to lay four and a half. You yeah. want to lay well, you're four. Get, how many, you, yeah, you're getting the push. I mean, how many t- So it's not that you're but, getting a win, it's you're not getting a loss. But here's where it's crazy, though. Oh. You don't. It doesn't matter if you lay nine or ten. So, for instance, if you have ten and you bought it to nine and a half, it's like a joke. One point five percent of the time that you're going to save a push to a it's loss. Three like and seven. A number it's three, of, small three. sample size, though. Still for that, it is. But here, let's talk about really small, small sample size and line makers adjusting lines based upon what I said on my Instagram story today: recency bias, which is. You know, you look is exactly what the opposite of what Brian believes in. Throw out the last game, like he says. Recency bias is, I mean, when you look at the, for instance, Kansas City on Monday night, that's recency bias. The the Kansas City loses to Oakland, they have to win and beat the Bills. Forget about the fact that Brian, you know, was into that game. My point is, this reinforces no. bad. But well, no, the Bills the were public, in the, no, the Bills were in the same situation. In that instance, Kansas City was just a better team, right? I but mean, here, but no, here, I mean, but but the, the the to the point you're talking about, what and you can take all that data and all that work you just did and that guy just did, and it's almost my work like, was writing a check. Go yeah, ahead. well, it's almost like you took a big lighter to the check because it, <laughs> it, because in this last five, four years and it gets worse and worse and worse or better depending on maybe the the way you bet with each passing year 
this insanity of what happens one week to the next. We just saw okay. we just saw the uh, Rams go east, win their game. The Niners get killed by Miami. On Saturday, the advance line was San Francisco minus three. They look horrible and get killed by Miami. And on Sunday, they open up the Rams minus three. I mean, right. and then San Francisco bounces back and destroys well, them. Those are no. my favorite plays. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. So, Here's a Tampa well, me, Bay. Me, Wait a minute. Hold you. on. Hold on. Tampa, Tampa Bay, right? The advance line, Tampa Bay at Vegas, the line is pick. Vegas is on a bye. It, usually you take the team off a bye with rest, getting guys that are nicked up uh, you know, from being hurt. And, oh, by the way, the last thing you saw was the Raiders beat the Chiefs. They're not even playing football. Tampa Bay beats Green Bay 38-10. People, if you pick up the paper, oh, look at Tampa Bay 38-10. They went up and down the field and killed them. Rodgers threw a pick six. He threw another picks, uh, pick. Go look at the box score. Tampa Bay barely got 300 yards of offense. That game was a one-off. It was played with a short field and goofball stuff. And what happens? Sunday night, Tampa Bay goes to a three-point favorite at Las Vegas. I, I, it's insanity. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, well, that's nuts. A lot of what you're a lot of what you're talking about is even when you say sample size is too short. So let's break down this season. First of all, the worst losing streak against the spread of any team can either one of you name it going it back browns, to browns browns 2017 what's the question again That's the worst losing streak against the spread and since last september of 2019 oh, to now the 2019 the worst, the, wor- the worst team against Jets. the spread mm-hmm. uh it almost seems obvious no yeah, right it's too obvious uh, uh, I mean, it's probably, it's, it's a, a shocking stat. I say, it's a it's shocking like a, stat. I wonder if it's like a public team like the Cowboys. No, or, I, I don't or, think so. Okay. Oh, he did it. So listen. The ca- Uh-oh. We lose the, you? I'm sorry. Oh, there you I'm are. here. The, the Cowboys I got it. are 0-12 against the spread the last 12 games. Wow. How about they that? They are 0-6 this incredible. season. Pulled that rabbit. You out are incredible. I'm very. I'm actually very impressed that you. That was the first team out of your mouth. That was pretty sharp. I mean, when I think about this being America's team, bookmakers must be basking in all their glory. Oh, and twelve yeah. since last year. ATS. Oh, and six to close out last year. Oh, and six to start this year. There's three zeros in the NFL, and there's. Uh, five heroes in the NFL against the spread. The three zeros. Very good. Dave already, Dave already mentioned. Zeros and heroes. Are, are you going to make a commercial out of that? The, the, exactly. The Jets are huh. a donut. 0-6 against the spread. Huh. Houston, trash team, 1-5 against the spread. And Dallas, 0-12 going back to last year. So this season, we have Dallas, 0-6. Jets, 0-6. Houston, 1-5. Now. The, the five heroes are all four and one. Pittsburgh four and one, Green Bay four and one, Chargers four and one, Seattle four and one to top to Dave. Denver, which plays this week, four and one. And then when we talk about parity and linemakers doing a good job, there's eleven teams currently right now after six weeks that are three and three against the spread. Washington, Buffalo, Minnesota. 
Tampa Bay, Giants, Baltimore, Carolina, San Fran, the Colts, the Rams, and Cleveland. I'm not really so interested in those 11 games. What I'm interested from both of you is the zeros and the heroes. Do the line makers put more work into Jets being 0-6, Dallas being a combined 0-12, Houston being one and five. There has five. to be and do some they skew on those teams because do they inflate the numbers the on so Pittsburgh, Green Bay, the Chargers? There has to be there has to be a, a skew long run on those type of teams. There has to be, and then they let the betters kind of mold the price at close. Because because for example, do you like the Cowboys this week, Brian, or no? Yeah. Okay, that's our free play. No, we'll, we're on fire on our yes, free plays. I, yes, I, I someone told me that we're on fire. I didn't know that. We had Tampa Bay last streak. week. If, if, you watch, if you watch that game the other night, it is hideous. I mean, they got destroyed. But This just creates but value. A, but Andy Dalton, he, Andy Dalton okay, threw so, a touchdown. Andy Dalton threw it. He did throw a couple picks. But Andy Dalton throws a touchdown pass Gallup drops. And Elliott right. fumbles and the ball twice at the end. Dal- Dal- and in the game, just yeah. okay. That's the free pick for everybody. The Cowboys pick them this week. Wait, I want to. I'm going to address this to Brian and let you guys duke it out. Brian hates the word value. Brian, you could make a case that starting this season, Dallas coming off 0 and 6 to end last season, there was value in Week One. There was value in Week Two. There was value in week three. You could make this case that every week there's been value on Dallas, but like you yeah. say, value doesn't cash. The no, 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 no. We've well, never no, picked no, them no. all year. You're not saying there's no, it wasn't value. You're going on the, uh, it's like the coin flip thing that it, that it was due to due to change or due to end. But well, well, we're not factoring that, that in ago. at all, me and him, with this logic. We're going, they were on Monday Night Football, national TV. Couldn't have looked worse. The early line, because he's real into the early line. I hear him talk all the time. So I knew he liked Dallas because that one was like four. So after what we but just do saw. That, do you not, do you like Dallas any less less knowing that they're 0-12 against the spread collectively no, over both care. seasons? No. No. Okay. Although no, that well, is I mean, strong. to quote, to quote, to quote, the average guy doesn't know that. It's just me. Do, do yeah, they don't know that. Dive. No, but I mean, to quote, to quote, quote our buddy Kenny, every game's a snowflake. Like you know, what I mean, I mean, you know, what's in front of you? I just can I say something? I think our biggest edge doing this is is backing the teams that just looked horrific in primetime games and and going against adjustments. And I kind of feel this is this is a huge spot because. We're, we're doing both of those, and, and literally they couldn't have looked worse. They were so bad, too, that when Arizona was just trying to run the clock out, they had a breakaway run to go up 28. When they were just right. – their goal was to run the clock. They, they couldn't have looked worse, and these are the spots in the long run that none of your numbers will show or anything. And and the, the mass fear here definitely has Dallas to play this week in my mind. And I knew he would like it, too, because I know the way he picks and- at this point. All right, well, let's talk about this Jets team. 0-6, and, and now they get 13 to the Bills. Standard spot. <laughs> I, 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 honestly. Uh, Short week for the Bills. No, standard. I, this is the Bills are going to destroy them. I don't know. They're going to. No, no. I, it it but, finds believe its me, way getting more uh, than seven at home in the uh, long run. Honestly, Check that one in the uh, long run. Oh, I know. The Eagles covered last week when they were dead. Wait, 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 wait. We always say you go broke in the NFL laying double digits. Do. I don't know what. No, you definitely do. I don't know who said it, and forgive me, it was just in the last day or two. I believe the double-digit numbers, if it's this year, 
is something like 18-13 and 1. That the favorites have been winning. Now, Ooh. the only the only thing, and I'm a I'm a Bills fan, and I like they, they lose games they should win, but they just lost to Tennessee in a weird thing with Tennessee coming off the pin and they've not played well for two weeks. There's just no getting around that. But I'm telling you the most misleading score or box score, just like we're talking, it's the same premise of the Dallas game. I don't want to interrupt. The opener. The Bills played the Jets. All right. The final yardage in this game, the Bills outgained them four oh four to two fifty four. And that was with Darnold playing. But let me just give me one second. Uh, The uh, touchdown was scored. uh, Was it was one play? Where's where's the damn thing? Uh, Twenty-one ten. A 72-yard touchdown pass. It was a two-yard out to Jameson Crowder, and the two defenders collided, and the guy ran 70 yards for a touchdown. It it never should have happened. The Jets couldn't get a first down against them, and they couldn't stop the Bills. The Bills fumbled twice in the red zone, and the kid missed two field goals. The, the final score of that game, if you were doing an actual box score of how the game was played, the final score of that game should have been 52-10. to 10. And they won by 10, and it's the most misleading. And I'm, I'm just telling you, uh, you know, it is – yeah, I get it. Watch them lose outright. No, yeah, let I, me talk I, after you. I, th- I think they win the game by 24. Okay, can I – let me talk. Okay, so you know every time – I'll compare it to this. You know when a couple breaks up and they go, we're never talking again. And I always think in my head, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, every time – and this is, this is literally through a lot of years of, of doing this – Every time in pro sports where there's a spot where there's spots like this and and it's some huge home dog or an NBA it's some 15 point dog this is what I hear every single time well this is the one time that they, no. that it should be uh, that high and and each time I'm going no, I'm going I, I no hear you. but it, but here's the thing if you just blindly bet these well he has buffalo bias not no, this see bias, I'll hang up on you I'll hang up on you saying crap like that. And the, I, I didn't I didn't bet the Bills against the Chiefs. I didn't bet the Bills against the Titans. I I, I played I played props in those games. There's always a I went I went three and zero with props in those games. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm betting them this week. I, I bet, bet the Bills and I'm, got six. Well, <laughs> but but there's always somebody backing the other side on these these like a thirteen point home dog homes isn't worth as much. There's always an argument for the other side. That's why the lines are so efficient. But a 13-point home dog that opens 12, basic fundamental. You you just have to look to play this. And but somebody will somebody will say, well, this is the one time that it should be that high. But you hear that every single time. And then in the long run, it's it's smashed. It's got to be like 54. percent when, when you just don't would, care about all that, you just bet it. No, no. But you know what I would say to you is. Where's Baltimore in this dog thing? Uh, I don't know. That's the, the, are the Baltimore's a buy this week, John? Are they? Up? Yes. Uh, I just I'm all about okay. long run because no, that's how you make money. Just long run. No, no. But I'm saying there were a couple instances this year where I did it twice. Uh, it might have did it. Did the game Baltimore at the Redskins? Did that end up a push with the late backdoor? I mean, last week's game was re- ridiculous. No, they no, were up well, thirty to fourteen and I, didn't cover. Uh oh, that one yeah, but I but I but I bet the bang I bet them to uh, I think I laid 
13, 12 and a half, 13 with them against the Bengals. They won 27-3. I've, I've found three or four spots this year where the big number, I'm like, I don't care. It, it's, it's a mismatch. I'm with you. Generally, I run away from those things. And that mantra of you go broke laying double digits. Oh, you definitely do. I mean, in bro- the long run, long run. In the all long run. But, but there have been, I, th- I think there have been five or six of them this year, and I, I think I've lost one. I mean, so how I, do you and, feel about teasing either one of you about teasing those big numbers down? No, square. Yeah, I don't like the teaser stuff. No, can, okay. Let me say something. It's it's tough to talk, John. You guys are pumped today, which is great. I love it. The Baltimore betters last week got really unlucky. Clearly, that spread in the long run should have been a little higher than than the open seven. Maybe what it closed at. But here's kind of my point. Even if one team is that much better and the spread is in the long run should be that high, even though it shouldn't, they will let their foot off the gas at the end over and over. And you just keep seeing it in every sport. So those big dogs, the the big ones like this, so 17 on the road or, or, or 13, they just, they just find a way. And it's over 50%. No one can deny it. And maybe it's like 52, 53% shopping around. For us, it would be 54%. So my thing is going against something that has upward momentum, basically over 50 percent, is is something we, we don't want to do. If you want to pick your spots and, and you you think you can overcome that, okay, sure, I, I, maybe you can. But my thing is in the long run, these are these are the spots that make money. Therefore, I have to look to play them. This is just the way I think and and. I mean, I wish I tracked it all these years. Or in NBA, you know, you had the Nets and the Celtics. It was 20. There's zero chance. This is the one time you should lay 20. I think the Nets crushed them outright. Biggest dog ever to win. And you just, I don't know. and Because you have to factor in the emotion, too. The Bills know we're playing the Jets this week. So even though it should be 13, this is their, we just played the Chiefs. We played the Titans. Okay, we can kind of relax a little bit. That's how they're thinking. The Jets are feeling pressure everywhere. We got to finally win. And so there's also the emotional part of it, not to mention the high spread. And and these are just these are great spots in the long run. Now, if the Jets lose sure. by thirty, sorry, the Cowboys is your free pick anyway, not the Jets. Go ahead. So um, when you look at teams, for instance, like the Steelers that are four and one against the spread, and they're five and zero oh, straight up, four and one against the spread. To me, this is where I ask you guys the look ahead spot. They're getting one at. Tennessee five and zero against five and zero, knowing they're going to play Baltimore the following week. Is that a letdown spot for the Steelers? No, because they're undefeated and they want to keep that going. I, I think no. I mean, what do you think? Do you think how can you have a letdown against another five and zero though? I don't think so. Oh no 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 no! There's a. Uh, uh, but if they were a thirteen point road favorite, this would be a letdown spot. Another example of why those dogs have so much value. This this would be a. Oh, okay, let's just get this, and we got the real test next week. But no, th- this is obviously the most exciting game on the board. To so, me, I just... saw a thing on Twitter or something that, uh, and I forgive me if you're out there, whoever did this, and, and I'm <laughs> Be not careful getting... what you're about to say. No, 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 I'm not. I, I, I would give credit to the person. I can't remember who who said it, or but supposedly, you know, when five and O teams meet in like the last X amount of years or something, some ridiculous percentage, one of the winner of the game. Or, or was it the winner of the game? 
I don't think it was the winner of the game. I think one of the two teams ends up being the representative in the conference for the Super Bowl. Well, but then you have Seattle's 5-0 and against the Cardinals, which are 4-2. I mean, they've got a couple 5-0 and teams. So what's interesting is that all these 5-0 and teams are all 4-1 and against the spread, which goes back to they're not just like – you know, if you take if you take away the Ravens, which are three and three against the spread because they're laying double digits, like you said, it's a losing strategy. The teams that have not been laying double digits are all winning and covering. So, like when you look at that Seattle game, Dave, since we'll move on to Seattle, three and a half. Again, going back to you should never lay three and a half based upon my lifetime of numbers. Opens at three, now it's three and a half at a team that just came off this blowout on Monday night on national television. At Dallas, what do you think? But look at that game. So that that was three and a half before Arizona played Dallas. It's still three and a half. So you, so you can't have it both ways. You you can't go okay. Well, Dallas looked bad. We're gonna we're gonna lower that spread by four points the next week. But then all of a sudden Arizona, that was one of the most impressive performances they've ever had since I've been watching NFL. And the spread is the same. You can't have it both ways. Does that make sense? So, so why did they? So why has why did Seattle? I ask either one of you not shoot up. Well, it's all. It comes down to the fact that they're undefeated, and and people are afraid to fade Seattle. You know how it is. People are afraid to to fade a team like that. That's just rolling. No, but would you think the line would be four and a half, five right now? Is what I'm asking. After the Monday night game, no, it should go down in the long run. That's the way they do it. Whoever looked it, bad, it, they it, lower it. it. So, so you see how you can't have it. So you can't go. Well, Dallas looked awful. Rather than four and three and a half, we're gonna put that game pick them. Yet Arizona, that was three and a half before they played. In the long run, that's supposed to go down to under three after what we just saw. But it's still three and a half. So, so you you, you can't have it both ways. So, so in the long run, it's Arizona or pass, Dallas or pass, based on the way that. On what we just saw, right. the adjustment that happened on the one game, the other game didn't get adjusted. But I did lay before I saw the Monday Monday night game. I laid three with Seattle. Hey, I, let me let me give my my good friends here, and you can you know tell me to you know pound salt or whatever. But I think there's a couple things you could look at, like just at least things to start paying attention to, that, that maybe a spot that you, you can find an angle that works. I think Denver and New England. Both of those teams practice for two weeks to play that game. They're never going to get a bye. They're never going to get any time off. They they wasted their bye week. Fade them at the end of the year, right? At the, at the end of the year, I think those teams could wear down. But the other thing is, watching that New England game, I think you can make money on New England by simply lining up and playing them at halftime. I think if New England has the lead at halftime, Play them in the second half because I think they're constructed that they are going to play well when they're playing with the lead. But if they are behind and the automatic thing is, oh, New England's down nine, you're, you know, at half, and they'll be minus six and a half or something. That, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you, go against them because shop around the, and get the seven. We've got to throw they, that no, part in there. This is a team that, from what I saw in that sample, it's one a couple samples. Um, I don't think they can. They can. They they came back. They almost won the one goofball game. What was that? Seattle, uh, and then was Seattle did something stupid to even give them the chance. But 
they can't stretch the field. I mean, if they've got the lead and Newton's running the football and the dink and dunk stuff, they'll be able to keep wearing teams down. But if they're down, they can't come back through the air. So I, I think you can make money. Play on play on New England in the second half. If they're ahead at the half, fade them in the second See, half. See, I if think a behind. read like that is definitely you can go with a read like that. I, I think, and I'm not saying across the board, but I think no, as but you watch the game, it's just a fundamental so, that you 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 picked up on something. I th- I think you can go with a read like that. I mean, there. Do you remember but, Jameis Winston, uh, his senior year at Florida State? It was the most incredible. Uh, John, you may remember this. We were probably doing the radio stuff then. It was the most. It was. It was literally an ATM machine. They they felt they were asleep at the beginning of every game. They were down fourteen seventeen at halftime every game, and they came back and won every game. It happened like eight weeks in a row. It was an, it, after three weeks. We're, we we must have talked about it every week, and it kept going going. It was fade Florida State in the first half, play them in the second half. It was an ATM machine. I mean, well, so when it, you find those kind of situations, but it's an ATM machine and, until the public picks up on it. So, well, so nobody's talking you, about what you just said. So this is the I'll, time. It's the ATM machine. Well, I, well, I hear you, but I got to tell. I want to tell you three something since we all we have three teams: the Bills, Seattle, and the Ravens that are we're all fans of, right? So this is interesting. So I even ran further data: home field advantage. Obviously, it's COVID. There's no fans or not a lot of fans, but this is the craziest thing. The top two teams in the NFL, the number one team in the NFL, home team advantage, lifetime of the franchise, is the Baltimore Ravens, 126 and 57 and 1. On the road, 74 and 109, lifetime, a true four point advantage at home, the way the numbers run. Bills, 143 and 93 at home, lifetime, 96 and 143 on the road. A three-and-a-half-point advantage at home. So the top two teams in the NFL, Ravens and Bills with home field advantage, followed by the Vikings. And then you go down to Seattle, same yeah. thing. 149-91 and 91 at home versus 97-140 and 140 at home. A three-point right. advantage. You're jumping at the Right, but you still, can't, you still can't assign a four-point home field for those teams. I mean, you could give it three minus 20 maybe. In a I normal mean, did setting. You know that the, you, did the funny you know, thing Brian, is, Brian, the, the top two teams were the Bills and the Ravens? I knew the Bills I, were good. I, 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 you know, we always say this, like the loudest crowd or what should home field advantage be worth. It's it's Seattle 1. It's Arrowhead 2. Uh, I think Buffalo well, Buffalo very much flies the, under the radar. No, Buffalo's known. But, three for sure. Or well, I'm saying the 31-year yeah. data is Ravens 1, Bills 2, Vikings 3, 49ers 4, Arizona and Cardinals tied, Chiefs tied with the Broncos, and then the Lions and the Seahawks tied. The Ravens have been around 31 years? Yeah, I didn't know the Ravens well, won. Well, no, no, just running it from data. Uh, the Ravens are since, um, man, it's been a long time. Um, I mean, I, Art Modell, they won the Super Bowl. I, I, well, yeah they, won, yeah, they won the Super Bowl in 2000. So, yeah, so, but I mean. Okay. Right, but but yeah. the Bills, I mean, the Bills and them, and they're neck and neck. One's four points, one's – and, again, you're saying it's two – I'm looking at the numbers basically saying, like, you basically got a built-in four-point edge if you bet the Ravens at home versus no. them on the road. Same with the Bills. No, no, no. It, it's just they've ran a little bit better than – they are stronger home fields, but they've ran a little bit better than expected. And, and, and the funny thing is, though, how like, there are anomalies. I would say this, and I don't know this for a fact. I'm just going from memory. 
Uh, I think Seattle and the Bills specifically, I think in the last few years, I think they've played better on the road than at home. Got it. And that's, you know, and I, well, you know, sometimes I don't know if a team tries to get too fancy, do too much, whatever. Uh, but, I mean, but no, I mean, that, you know, it, it's, it's certainly you, you, you would look at that in terms of what, what, the, what the odds makers would assign on the front end. Yeah. Which well, you would look to the play Giants those teams. And the Redskins are even. Uh-huh. The Giants and the Redskins, since for since 1989, are basically even on the road. And well, home. they're they're 50, all 50. buddy. I mean, there are all these things that actually kind of. It's funny. I just should look and see if this even happened so far this year. Uh, the, you know, it was the the ones we all know about, right? The the cats out of the bag. The world. Andy Reid. Off, off a buy. Off a buy. Yeah, that's public. Okay. Right. 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 Uh, right. But, right, but right. there was one. Mark, the funny thing is, um, or, or, you know, he's, he's a good friend, Mark Lawrence, about six, seven years ago. It was teams that played Pittsburgh the following week were just getting destroyed against the spread because Pittsburgh exacted such a physical toll. That went on for like three years. That could still have right. value, that then, one. So then we were watching, and all of a sudden I'm watching, and I called him. I said, hey, uh, I think I found one. I said, the way to Seattle, te- this was like seven, eight years ago. I said, this Seattle team beats the hell out of people. Sure enough, Seattle, it ended up being the same thing with teams that played Seattle for like three years the following week. There was another one that just, uh, you know. Oh, it did good. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was insanity. And then there was one other one, and I'm looking real quick. Where's their dog on schedule? I'm just seeing if um, at home, that's probably a no. So a basic that's, fundamental. But, but it, it, was, it, it was, real quick, it was the Giants. It was the Giants in... Uh, I think it was the Giants in non-division games at home were just. It was like yeah, that's probably play just, it over. That's probably just variance though. That yeah, one. But, but, oh, it was, it was, but if but you it was can't nuts. assign the logic, it's probably just variance. The the Steelers right. one has good logic. That makes sense. You're you're tired going into the next week. You took a beating, so so good well, fundamentals. There, there could be play some tough logic defense. though that in, in in when you're playing division foes. There's a lack of familiarity where the games are more physical, intense, and play closer to the vest. And then they play out of conference games are more the airs out of the blue. We ain't going to see these guys again. I, I, I can buy into that a little bit. <laughs> I like the other one. Play a tough defense, fade that team the next week. I'm going to look for I'm excited one. to see okay, if so the game winning streak ends. Trends who, don't matter. Who's, don't who's the, I, right now I'm trying to think. Um, who's the badass now? I, I'm trying to think. Who is the most physical? Well, no, we'll track it. Who's we'll the most physical defense, though? we got to find a real physical defense. Who, who do we think? I, I don't know that there is any, you know, like doomsday think... defense out there. But it's something Let, to watch Let's just for. keep going with the Steelers. Let, let's just check that one. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I believe in that theory. I, I actually think that one matters. The play the t- oh, that, that's got to be you, a good fundamental right I, there. I know we don't have a lot of time left. But I got to ask you: Do you play the bounce when Green Bay gets demolished? You, oh no, you, you definitely no, public there. Definitely public. Got it. Yeah, no, I I, I try it. to stay away from anything public because you, you, subconsciously you're falling into the trap. That's not the trap that's set, but you know what I mean. But I, exactly. I like that one. I'm going to look for that now. All right, good stuff, David Miller. Our buddy John. Right, hey, we, 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 we wish, wish our buddy Mike well for us, and uh, we'll get the golfing update next week. You know, we're living vicariously he, through his golf game. Right. He took the bye when the Ravens took the bye. He took the bye. <laughs> hey, you can't take a bye, Brian, or we're, we're no, in no, trouble. I don't I, even know how to set this I thing know, up. I know, no. Some buddies of mine. No buddy, buy. Some buddy of mine that uh, do the 
uh, hockey stuff. They're taking a few weeks off. I go, uh, how do I sign up for we that one? We would suffer. We what would have is, no idea what, what to do what or what to that? say. All right. Hey, John, it was good fun. Uh, we invite people. Check it out. You talk to the boys. Sports Insider, Radio.com. We'll chat again next week, man. See you next week, All right. guys. All right, David, always good to see you, bud. Yeah. Uh, we invite you to check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. Is for Tuesday morning at 10 on AM 1400, KSHP North Las Vegas, and KSHP.com. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki.